<laughs> well, well, well. Look who we have here. Definitely, that, there's a lot of different tone, different vibes we came in with there. Yeah, First because like a, yeah, we we're are. a cornucopia of emotions always. Ah, a cornucopia. That was one of my favorite things to draw every fall season when I was a little kid. <laughs> right, that was always like on the agenda. Teachers were like, "I'll give them this horn of plenty to." Color and that was up. when I was like. Um, rolled up my sleeves and was like, yeah, let me give him a little bit of this. I did a lot of practicing of, I, I did a lot of studies of fruit when I was did like, you really? in my draw. I'm not kidding. Every one of my relatives had a watercolor of fruit <laughs> that I did. My grandma's legit was like, could have been like mass produced. The one I made for her could have been mass produced and sold at TJ Maxx. Like it was really like hotel. I mean, art. I'm going to go ahead and toot my own horn here because <laughs> That was a good. That was that was good. I peaked Horn though. of plenty. I took my own horn of plenty. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even mean to make that joke. Episode four ninety four. I just found out something I did not know about Sarah, which is that she did had a still life phase. I did. While I, I was having no, no actual life, <laughs> I was painting still life. Is the reason that fruit is such a popular still life subject because? It's there's a lot of it. It doesn't move. Okay. And it's like available, and you can arrange it, and it's pre- and it's colorful. Yeah. And it's not too detailed. Okay. It's really just a flat surface mm-hmm. that you get to like add texture to. It was great. It's it, great. Do you have a particular fruit that you thought was the most I'm fun? I'm so to glad to you asked. <laughs> Grapes. No. Grapes were really fun because I always liked like how you could lay it you know like make it look like it was like a bunch like a bunch of grapes i liked that oh my god this is ridiculous but my art fans my art people are gonna know like where are you at art fans no i i think it's like 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 little like doodle fans like you know Mm -hmm. my grandma seemed to really love it no i would too if you made me one i'd frame it i do know that you would do this Susie. you have been a, a big supporter of my that is so uh, true. Half my, my house is your art. Yeah, it's like you are big. But I did not. There. You have I more art of you. mine in your house than I have in my own house. This <laughs> is a fact. True. This is a fact, <laughs> and I did not know that I didn't like. I wasn't friends with you when you did your still life phase. Right. Maybe this is a good time then to bring up. I mean, it's a it's an awkward segue, but oh, do you remember that. when Hugh Hefner dated? Like seven blonde women at a time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then he like had three at a time, whatever. Yeah. And he and would they re- made a show about it. Yeah, I'm familiar. That's right. Yeah. And he would always refer to it as like Picasso had a blue period. Oh my that- god! I did right. hear him. Yes. 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 This is my blonde period. He would always say. Yes. And oh my god! I bring that up because I just finished reading the. It's not a new book, but Holly Madison wrote a book about. Her time with Hugh, and it was called yeah. Down, Down the Rabbit, Rabbit Hole. Hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just read it, and it really was fascinating. Like, wow. listen, this wasn't a good book or anything. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not literary, you know, <laughs> right. masterpiece here. Yeah, but it was just so fascinating to hear the ins and outs of that whole well, Tell me some highlights. Well, or lowlights, whichever. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're I mean, blonde, so probably a little bit of both. Hi-o! <laughs> hey, well, just that it wasn't all that it, it appeared to be, of course, and that Hugh famously had all these <clears throat> rules 
the girls had to be back in the mansion by 9 p.m. It's very controlling and bizarre. Oh, yeah. And it's... I think that's notable because he was this figurehead of what he wanted people to think was this progressive, uh, sexually free, liberated publication. But the way he lived his life and how he treated his partners was very much not in that vein. I I feel like the... The person who is, like, the oppressor can't be the head of the move of liberate. Like, it's, like, I don't know. He's, like... But he really uh, liked What do they call it? Giving giving with one hand and taking with the other. Yeah. Because people always point to how he included people of color in the magazine when it was not something that was normally done, which, you know, hats off to you. But it's so much more complicated than just representation when it comes to pornography and whatever. Yeah. And, you know, the way he treated his partners clearly points towards a traditional view of, you know, men and women. Yeah. He was the boss. I just don't, I don't understand the appeal in any way about being in a relationship with more than how does anybody have energy to give i mean it's hard to give energy to one person let alone seven yeah unless the nature of the relationship isn't an emotional exchange in which case define what a relationship is well, and I think for people that are in polyamorous relationships, there's an understanding of reciprocity from each yeah. part, partner. I wouldn't be into that, but okay. That's the, there's an emotional exchange. There yeah. You go. But relationship. with Hef, it was just sort of like, you're, you should be honored to be with, on my arm mm-hmm. and take with that what I say, which is a lot of restrictions Ugh. and whatever. Yeah. And, uh. And like they just, the whole dynamic was unfortunate. And a lot of those women that came out of it ended up spilling the beans and saying it was just, it was kind of traumatic actually. Mm. And that does not surprise me. You know, I do, I'm sure that intention in the beginning of like the magazine and that life, you know, anytime you have somebody who's, who like, I don't know, it's like exists in a vacuum or whatever the, it mm-hmm. like doesn't have any outside influence and, and is just like, yes, sir. All the time. So, sometimes your ideas, I was thinking about that with even just like, you know, fashion and how like you, you don't get any outside influence and the same people keep designing things. And then they're like, Oh yes, let's do that. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. It'd be so great. Run it. And you're yeah, just like, like Oh my God. Syndrome. Yeah. Like, there's who? nobody saying, wait a minute. <sighs> Right, that. And somebody's being like, mm, this is weird. Well, he sort of, because of the, I don't know, reputation Playboy had in general, the panache associated with that, a lot of, I understand why the women agreed to be in the relationship because they saw it as an opportunity. And he preyed upon people that didn't have a lot of options otherwise. Mm-hmm. 
And so I don't blame them for wanting to be right. with him and have that dynamic, but it just sucks. The dynamic is a business partnership. It's not like in hiding as a relationship. But he would make it seem like it was an opportunity, but then he would squash any Ugh. opportunities oh, that it's actually very came. creepy to me. Yeah. And okay, so you know what popped into my head? Remember the the woman we had as a guest on here and she wrote the book um about being in the harem? Yes. Jill how Dodd. S- Jill Dot, how did how similar did the two sound? Pretty similar. Oh my god, I was thinking that and hoping that would <laughs> you know. Ooh. Well, cuz you get um, romanced by the idea of fancy gifts or maybe travel or s- something like that. But then there's a real dark side to it. But if you were to say that, uh, do you think uh, Hugh Hefner would have said, yes, I have a harem of women? No, because... See, that uh, to me is a problem. She said she was on the red carpet one time and a, a journalist said, hey, like, what's this harem all about? And she was like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. She kind of made a joke about it. And then she was scolded because uh-huh. that word implies something that he didn't want to uh-huh. be perceived. But I'm sorry, what is it? That's then? it. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, it was a real downer, but it did bring yeah, up, like... Real downer. <laughs> it did bring that Well, down the rabbit period. hole, I mean, that is a very accurate name. Yeah. And, like... Just that period of time, like the early aughts. And then I wanted to say that that when I watched the the Britney documentary, it is framed in that same time period. And it just made me feel really icky about all of the stuff that was going on with celebrity and reality television. You can throw on top of that one as a real cherry on the shit Sunday of that. Remember those behind the music, or not behind the music, um, making the band with that creepy dude who was the manager for like the boy bands? Yes. Yes. Total. I'll tell you, I got the worst vibes from watching that. Like everything in my, I remember being that age and being like, "Mm mm-mm. Gut is telling me, uh, <laughs> right, no, everyone can see nope. it. So gross. That, well, it, that, there was some stuff going on then. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Bite.com. Bite Clear Liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. 
We Okay. So yeah, that time period, like you said, making the band. And just so you know, guys, the person who just cleared their throat right there, that was me, not Susie. (laughs) Sarah. I've been trying. I don't want anybody pointing the finger at you when Thank you, Sarah. Okay, just want to clear that up. Thank you. Continue. Um well and I know that like the Britney thing is gonna be covered on every podcast in the world, so I don't wanna like belabor the point, but I haven't even I seen it, so I can't talk about it. Well, the takeaway that I wanted to mention was, you know, everyone knows that the paparazzi situation is gar- garbage, <sighs> yep. but yep. I understand why they do it because they can make so much money on it. And the reason they can make so much money on these images is because consumers buy these magazines. And so that's human nature. Like people are going to want to know that stuff. So yep. I can't ask the public, don't buy these magazines. And I can't ask paparazzi to not take the pictures because they want to make a living and they know it's lucrative. So really the only solution is to have regulation on what is an okay thing to take pictures of. To me that we need to legislate anti-paparazzi stuff. Because I yes. think people have a right to privacy. Absolutely. And if the pictures are there, we want to see them. 1,000%. There should be laws about that. Because that's part, the main thing is you see how our insatiable appetite for all this celebrity gossip drives. can, oh, yeah, drives this huge industry. And then it can push human beings to an edge and a breaking point, which then led to the situation now with her conservatorship and stuff. Oh my God. It's a nightmare. You know, it's a nightmare. It brought it all into focus because you saw like exactly the timeline and how we treated her and the questions that were asked of her that Mm. were not very invasive. Yes. (gasps) Yeah. And sexualized. I'm sure I can just guess. Well, and also even just the, the restrictions that are placed upon her now wouldn't be happening if she were a man. Oh my God. A 40 year old man who can't even use an ATM. That would not happen. That would never happen. Can you tell me what some of those restrictions are? She can't do shit. She cannot do anything without permission. Anything. (sighs) She has no control over anything about her life, period. Why? Like, I don't understand how a judge could deem her uh, unfit. Or if, if, If it wasn't that she somehow didn't develop the skills to take care of herself, which seems like a product that would of the be system. A lot, that would be a lot more believable if she wasn't being asked to do Shows go on X Factor. Vegas. Yeah. And residencies in Vegas. It doesn't make any stuff. sense. Who is this judge? Like, this seems like like so wrong. I like there's a big piece. I have to watch it. It well, feels like what, what somebody am I said missing? in the film. Someone said, "Well, we don't know what we don't know. We don't know what's in her medical history." Okay. Good point. But right. we do know that her dad shouldn't be making a profit off of her. Definitely, uh, definitely not. Yeah, like it shouldn't be a business arrangement. God. Nobody should make money off of someone who's incapacitated. It's it's ableism and oh, all sorts of terrible things. Maybe that I'm just, I can't watch it because I would just get so angry. I can feel it. Like, you know, when you're just avoiding it, like I know I want to see it, but I just am like, oh, I'm scared. It's just sad because you Sad. Know, yeah. 
you're we're all rooting for her, mm-hmm. but it just feels like there's part of the story we don't know. Yeah. I mean, and I it almost feels like wrong of me to even uh what's it called? Like diagnose or try, like th- even think of something that could be in that file that would make that all you know that conservatorship happen like i don't i don't, I don't even feel right exploring that right and, and talking it, about that it feels exploitative it oh, just feels though sad. that if somebody can't make their own decisions which is a real thing that happens mm-hmm. to some people mm-hmm. then they shouldn't be working and making millions of dollars because those two things can't be true right (gasps) yeah i need what the fuck i know but anyway the paparazzi thing is what stood out to me and it was sort of like we are all a part of the problem yeah you know my mom was real good friends with this guy named reno Badilati, who is like his his name is they call him the king of paparazzi and he was like the original paparazzi guy in in italy like where they came up with the name, oh. like years ago, and like she's she and he like I think he wrote a book and like she talks about how it was like a um, like a runaway train. Yeah, you know, a few you people those- started. They start making money, and then it just becomes like they and then the paparazzi become famous themselves. Well, if. If somebody was a paparazzi and then felt bad about it and thought, I'm not doing this anymore, it's exploitative, well, someone else would do it. That's why you need to outlaw it. Uh, Yeah. It shouldn't be. Right. For sure. But they won't because it's such big business. A lot of people make their living on this industry. Well, and then they do stupid things like what what is really annoying is the judges or like, I don't know, however they do it. They make some law. I don't know shit about making laws um, and like what the right words are. And so uh, some judge will say or whatever says like you can't take a photo within a hundred yards. Well, fucking A, our cameras can zoom in like I can see the craters on the moon. So don't be telling me, like, you can't say that. That doesn't solve the problem because then we still get, you know, topless pictures of, like, Kate Middleton or whatever they Mm -hmm. tried to do. Like, who cares? She's in Europe. Let those titties out. If if the situation with Princess Di didn't help anything, then I don't know. I don't know where we can go from there. Because that was the most glaring (sighs) example of... What can happen? Mm. And that didn't it's, really it, make a difference. It really feel it's so awful. I don't know. Maybe it's just, like I get this feeling of like guilt from mm-hmm. consuming that. Yeah, I know what you mean. And so I have to like, what's you know, like like grapple with that. And mm-hmm. oof. Yeah, Soaps. it's a bad situation, and yeah. she's become sort of the, you know best illustration of it yeah. at this point but what a sad story i do love those instagrams though which one of just britney being britney i mean she's just awesome. like i i love her i don't care i wish her like the best i do too i just that's you all know. i know we're worried we're, we'll just cheer her on yeah and I hope mean, that good things come her way yeah I danced to a Britney Spears song at the junior high talent show with all my friends. Oh my God. 
Do you have video? Mm-hmm. I still remember. That? I still Were remember the dance too. <laughs> oh my um, god. Uh huh. I could. Yep. I could definitely do. I'll probably like do that. It'll probably become the next big dance on TikTok. Get that yeah. out of storage. Put it on TikTok. Yeah. I do. I. You know what? I bet my friend Heather. Shout out to Heather. Or somebody in that group definitely has. And you know, we we had a guy who was uh, dressing up as Britney. So we wow. were like, we were, yep, cross-dressing. And, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Okay. Um, did you happen to watch the? HBO documentary called Fake Famous. Oh, Fake Famous. Is it new? Yeah, it's new. Mm-mm, no, I did not. This one is exploring oh, I have so the many idea. fun things to watch. I know. I've been so happy because that makes my life so good when I, I have something to look forward to in the evening, like, ooh, I get to watch whatever. Yeah. And I watched that last week, and it was about. Um, People, they, they auditioned a bunch of people and chose three people that they were going to make famous on social media. Oh, and my God. Like, basically, they were exposing the ways that influencer culture is not real. And the mm-hmm. pictures that you think are so mm-hmm. beautiful and glossy and lovely aren't that glamorous or real mm-hmm. in real life. And I don't know. I I think it's helpful for people who maybe aren't aware that these pictures that make them feel bad about themselves aren't true. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that it can be a helpful film to watch for people who like... What if you were watching this and you were like a teenager? I think it would be helpful. Yeah, I think that's the target. I mean, I haven't even seen it, but is it something they they would enjoy? Yeah, because it's exposing the fake followers and the fake likes and the fake comments and the the fake setup of the images. And it doesn't really talk too much about filters, but that's sort of implied Mm -hmm. that, you know, nobody actually looks like that all the time. And a lot of the fancy places they're at are sets, you know, where you can rent them. The smiles, the poses, the... I mean... 
it to me is the like the okay everybody let's laugh i'm like oh my fucking god are we <laughs> they even brought that up, like the fake laugh that you have to do to look look cute in a picture sometimes. That's, I mean, we do it. We all mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. I've done it. Oh. And there's nothing wrong with it. There isn't. It's, it's a, If it makes a beautiful picture and you enjoy doing it, great. But the people consuming it shouldn't feel bad about themselves. Yeah. If they don't have those same glossy images or tons of followers <sighs> and stuff like that. I and just want to also- go back to disposable cameras. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go back in time. I want to go back to film. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, but we can't. So it's almost like you I have know. to make it's the like, best Sarah, of. Pull up your big girl pants. Get on. I with mean, it. we all have those moments where it's like, oh, for Pete's sake, I got to take Pete's a picture sake. of this or take pictures or it didn't happen. Right. And we all do it. Mm-hmm. I have to do it. And it's like, it also grappled with. The the ways that having a big following can also be oppressive and how you feel mm. obligated to post all the time and interact yeah. and engage with people and just there can be a burden along mm-hmm. with it. And mm-hmm. like even just in running our um, podcast network, a lot of the people that host the shows on our network are influencers or reality stars and they really feel obligated yeah. to um, their following. Like if their followers are like, you know, your episodes aren't long enough or your whatever. They get right. upset. Oh, I know how we feel. I yeah, know how like I feel. You feel like you have to make everybody happy and that's not possible. So you're chasing I've tried to win. correct. Uh, 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 uh. How am I doing? <laughs> right. I clear my throat too much. Oh, gosh. Right? So... I think that's an, a good conversation to have, and I, I don't know. I just yeah. like when people are aware that what is making them feel less than maybe isn't real. What's the solution? It's just awareness, right? Not like yeah, the, I think cause, so. Because I, I mean, saying, "Oh, don't participate." It's like unrealistic. Yeah, but like also, if somebody's taking pictures with a private jet and sort of flaunting their... That's... uh, Come on. Yeah, that's that's unsavory. Yeah. Don't... Yeah. Can we just not do that? Can we all just stop doing that? I mean... Who... who, Like... It's hard, though. I feel like it's just... It's turned it... I don't know. People do like looking at those pictures. Right. It's just... Okay. I I think what's confusing... Um, What's confusing is... Is... The same reason that Instagram felt it necessary to add hashtag mm-hmm. ad. Yeah. Because it's portraying real life, hiding advertising in mm-hmm. real life. And it's like, there are, I just think that, you know, when you look at a, when you know that what, it's important that the viewer, Consuming the media knows. I think the media has a responsibility to let the consumer know that they are consuming it. Like I think mm-hmm. that if you're, it, it's morally. Like I think that comes down to like an ethics thing mm-hmm. about like business ethics. That 
when you open a magazine and you see an ad, it makes sense. It's like, it's, this is an ad. It's very clear. When you have a commercial, this is a commercial. It's very clear. The idea that these are real people and this is their real life, even though they're getting paid for it and it's getting bankrolled by this and blah, 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 blah. And they're making like that is just feels like false advertising in a whole new way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't put yeah. my finger on what it is, but it feels like 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 there needs to be like an ethical clause in there or something like mm-hmm. that. Well, and whenever an industry is new as social media was, then yeah. it doesn't have all the kinks worked out. So it takes a while to... It's a learning curve, yeah. Yeah. But I there is a big thing, like even when I was talking about the paparazzi and how we all want the celebrity gossip. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And... You know, like I said, with our network, we see which episodes do really well. If um, we did an episode where you trash talk Johnny the whole time, that would be our best episode ever. We're just going to title that this. Sarah trash talks Johnny. I mean, it would be... People really think I care about that. I really don't. Very popular. And so when you know that, there's an incentive to do that, blah, blah, blah. It's a whole cycle of garbage. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's clickbait. It's clickbait and clickbait works. That's why they do it. <sighs> yeah. So anyway, it's just So um, do we teach better? We we teach how to be, how to look with a critical eye? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Being better consumers, being better aware consumers. of what you, where you put your time, where you put your dollars, all that stuff. Being intentional. Yeah. Just food for thought. Food for thought. Man, you're feeding us today, sis. I know. I'm like so dark though. Because it, it's a lot. And it, well, uh, I mean, I think last time I was probably ridiculous. So it's a good balance. <laughs> I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear. So I finally tried their bras. And Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Okay, this is a funny one. I'll lighten the mood. Yeah. Did you read the article that said that they taught spinach how to send emails? Oh my god! I saved this. That was I. I, (laughs) This is so funny. It's the funniest title I've ever read. I was like, what? Oh, Susie, tell me everything. Like I still don't really understand it, even though I read the article. It was was one of those. I felt the same. It's just this new technology called plant nanobionics. I, I feel <laughs> I love like that's it made so up. much. Uh, <laughs> and they use is it everything though, Susie? That's a good mm-hmm. point. I love when you get deep. Yeah. They it says that they use spinach plant roots to detect nitro mm-hmm. aromatics in groundwater. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and those are I found in like man-made industrial chemicals. 
like explosives. And then according to the study they did, when the carbon nanotubes inside the spinach roots detect these compounds, they can send a signal to an infrared (sighs) camera, which then triggers an email alert to scientists who conducted the study. What? We know why this works, Suze. Tell me. Remember when... When we talk, no, when we were talking about um, how they make different sounds, and we yes, they, and the plants, I was thinking of that when I read this article. Yeah, so there are things that the plant emits. There are different. It's like not like the spinach. You're like, no, let me walk on over there and beep, 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 type it up. But there's there's it's the sound and the noise and the 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 frequencies that these things emit and then it sends back the information remember i was saying like uh uh they yes this is exactly it they emit a signal yeah. it's totally that we saying, oh we, my we, god we <laughs> fucking love our show we are always we, like uh, two months ahead but we don't have all the pieces yet yeah and, and then we still goes, don't yeah like, we don't know fuck all but because we this, we were reading about how plants can scream and stuff yes and I made the joke that, like, what if lawnmowers are actually silent? All that noise is just all the plants crying. And But apparently it's the same concept that's mm-hmm. allowing these spinach oh to tell scientists stuff. This is – I'm getting, like, hyped up. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I'm – like – Why do you ooh, love ooh, it? I feel like Rocky right now. Like, like mm, mm, mm. might be the sweatsuit, but mm, I feel like I really do – I really, like – it gets me so excited because it's just, like – the future, oh man, like we, we don't even know what we don't know. Yeah. And that, that is the coolest. Me. And it, oh, we have very different takes. Well, because what if we're things. hurting me spinach so- when we eat it? I, I, uh, uh, we have to go, okay, you have to, no, because you're, that's like anthropomorphizing spinach because have the same feeling like we're projecting our experience of feelings onto them they're emitting yeah. a noise and that noise we we have to link it to like distress you know mm-hmm. it's just a mm-hmm. sound we're the one who's labeling it like pain Weeping. whatever <laughs> we think so that's like i like why i say a haircut not amputation haircut not amputation when i when i prune my plants I know, because but whenever you say things like, we don't know what we don't know, then I'm like, oh, wait, maybe it is right. an amputation. <laughs> but uh, you're right. I mean, I don't fucking know. But And it might just be like that 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 movie with that I loved, the M. Night Shyamalan one, where the wind just and the plants are killing everybody. Spoiler alert. That's what happens. What was so that good. one? Oh, my God. It was so good. And I left that movie going, this shit is real and this could definitely happen. Like, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people were like, no. They said that was so stupid because the whole premise is dumb. No. To me, it seems very accurate. So what happens is the <laughs> plant – I'm going to tell you the whole thing. So the plants – Everybody starts dying. Like, like, they, like people, like a way, like wind will come through. Like it'll get breezy, and then all of a sudden, people will just like, woo, like fall over and like die. Okay. And, um, uh, so, um, they were thinking, oh, it's the wind that's doing this. And then finally, they find out that the plants are like protecting themselves. They recognize humans as a bio- like a threat to their environment. So and we are. And we are, oh my God, mm-hmm. I get goosebumps just thinking about this. Um, so they, <laughs> they emit a neurotoxin 
that mm-hmm. and they the research there is there are plants that already do this to kill other you know insects and other things like plants are fucking weird and like everything <laughs> under the ocean there's like weird shit going on so we like don't know anything and so like the plants all like you know like sent out these and don't even tell me I'm crazy because the article says that spinach are sending emails. So how crazy <laughs> am I for thinking that this is legit and real? Like, this is the science, guys. So stick with me. And so, yeah, so I just like that. I think that I went left that movie being like, yep, that could definitely happen. And I can uh, definitely see how plants like would want and nature would want to protect itself and look at us as a freaking parasite and like get, get rid of it. Do you the think end. That, well, thank you for attending my TED Talk. <laughs> Do you think that whenever the spinach send those emails about the <laughs> whatever, that, that that is then, what did the scientists do? They try to get rid of that. <laughs> like, I need what to know if, what happened. What if they sent it straight to their spam folder because the only thing, <laughs> spinach, they just discovered email. So they're like a few decades <laughs> behind and they're just sending the hamster dance. Do you know? All they're doing is emailing memes like everybody's mom. (laughs) Forward, forward, forward. And then they get mad and then they say, per my last email. (laughs) (laughs) Best spinach. Best. Oh my God, I'm dying. Uh, Per my last email. Oh, spinach would have those vibes. Yeah, because spinach doesn't take shit does not or it also seems like a little like let me talk to your manager (laughs) totally why is that care yeah but damn it's good for you my god i mean oh my god i have to actually catch my breath you have me laughing so hard from that i'm dying do you think that the scientists also think it's funny when they get those emails or they're just like whatevs they're used to it from the spinach or from the Hmm. No, I think they're yeah. used to it. They, they signed like, up for it. Spinach sent me. They email. put their email in the. <laughs> <laughs> they signed up for their Substack. weekly mailing list. Their mailer. <laughs> right, they're on Substack. Oh, they're getting God. newsletters. That is so funny. Yeah, I mean, but I think that was the funniest that te- he- like headline I had ever read. It and was so great. Science has taught. I mean, it's just fabulous. And like, listen. Scientists, you guys are doing great, great work and everything, but like maybe less spinach, more COVID would be, I'm just Um, saying, just for now, just for now. We have, we can't, we also can't put everybody on the same, Can we not? Uh, Like, because I need to go to Chili's real bad. I know. God, I I, I, I need to go anywhere real bad. I have needs. Yeah. I don't do anything. I'll yeah, just let, I'll let them do their job. I mean, who am yeah. I to judge? Yeah. And you know what? Maybe this is like they're also that like science is a very like everything's very niche. Like, you know, I you know. know what you know. Like these guys know spinach. They don't know fuck all about <laughs> anything else. Guaranteed. And well, so they uh, I, I feel like they're also on lockdown. So yeah, you're they, right. This is like I bet we're going to have some great inventions and things that's that, true uh, that's because true. Ne- are they come out of necessity and boredom yeah you're right so i like that you know, spin on it yeah i, I know, like that too you know how to book flights and hotels 
All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Okay, moving on. Um, Let's see. Well, I did find this interesting. Sarah Mm -hmm. Silverman was talking about how she plays Words with Friends. Mm -hmm. And you know how on Words with Friends, there's the area where you can chat with whoever you're playing with. And she... I guess was playing with someone who used the word labia. Mm-hmm. And when they were like, oh my gosh, labia, that's so awesome. It, it like censored <gasps> it in the chat. Oh, oh my God. Like I'm it's angry. A swear word. And so Sarah was like, let me see if this is <gasps> yeah. other words. So she tried like vagina. Yes. It did it. Penis. Nope. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Oh my God. Only female. Ragey. I'm ragey. And yep. come on, labia and come vagina on. are medical, anatomical terminology. I mean, if isn't that disgusting? isn't sexism, I don't know what is. Like, and we've talked about this, how in that movies they'll get a wor- like a more harsh rating if it's female orgasm versus male orgasm, things like oh. that. Like female sexuality is considered explicit, whereas male yeah. is not. But body parts? I can't. I can't even. It's like, uh, there, I can't even make a joke because it's like so. Probably, Sarah Silverman probably didn't. But said also, it why are they even censoring anything in the chat? Right, and it's if you can the the if you can play it in the game, that's the thing that is just real crazy to me. Yeah, you just played that, and then you try to type it in the same thing, and you're not allowed to do that. And also. Like the people over there at Words with Friends to please use labia offensively in a sentence. Good point. Go ahead. Try to offend. Like try to use that one. Why is it bleeped? Because you're, you want to say it's an offensive floppity sloppity. That's not offensive. No, it is not. It's a fact, <sighs> Susie. <laughs> which no, is maybe a fact, which means they're just beautiful, that, just like it is. I mean. I love it. If it were a swear word, I still don't even think they should censor swear words in the chat. But I don't either. Swear word, it's just ridiculous. It really is. I was the surprised by that. The idea of swear words are ridiculous. Uh, <sighs> but anyway, yeah, so that was interesting, and I'm mad at words with friends about that. Yeah. Um, okay. It's it, like, is nothing sacred? <laughs> labia? Like, like... Or, like, is there no safe space? That's what I should say. Like, is there no... You, like, the, you think, oh, I'm going to go play words with friends. Like, that's probably not going to be... I'm yeah, probably right. not going to be faced with a situation where I, I I get a slap in the face with sexism. For being who I am. I probably am not going to have that there. 
Wrong. Wrong. Wrong a ruski. So there you go. I can't. That was oh, bad I'm going to just go buy some pens. I wonder. I can't be running into any sexism buying pens, can I? Huh. Look at this. Why are the pink ones $5 and say for her and the black ones $2? Can you believe that even happened? No. But yes. Right. Cheesy, and like the crazy. razors. I can't. The right. pink tack stuff. Yeah. It's so real. You know how we get mad all the time about... Um, yeah, I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> we get mad all the time about um, Mount Everest. Oh, yes. Definitely we do. I read another I'd love story. somebody to put together. Maybe we could do this for our 500th episode. Right. A list of things that we are mad about. <laughs> this is my... I, that, that, okay, dibs. That's what I'm doing. Dibs. That's my contribution. I'm gonna do. I'm people start submit your submit your stories, request things, lists yeah. of things that we're mad about. And Let us know. We already know the patriarchy is on there, so don't like we we need to go deeper than that. That goes without that. saying. That yeah. goes without saying. So we know the patriarchy. I've already it forgotten all the be rest because I just get ragey. Things that nobody should be mad at. <laughs> yes, mostly. <laughs> oh God, I can't. This is my favorite. Okay. Yes, I mad about Everest. Go on. Another thing that made me mad. So <laughs> the reasons we get mad about Mount Everest is because mm-hmm. people are so freaking weird about having to climb it, even when it's super bad for the environment. And it kind of, I'm, I'm torn about whether it's exploitative towards the Sherpas because they do need the um, industry, but it just feels gross. Well, we can't just, t- it can't be like a, a you know, like, leave the vacuum like like you can't just take it away and put leave nothing in its place you need some because because there's a a obligation because they created the system that is exploiting them to then replace it with a system that gives back i mean that's what i think but yeah i agree well apparently it's such a what's the word status symbol to go Hmm. there and actually successfully reach the summit that some people, of course, fake it and they'll Photoshop Ugh. pictures of themselves at the summit. And then evidently, if you do this, you can you can get in trouble. And like people, I think the reason is because huh, if you reach define this, trouble, I think that if you reach the summit in. And maybe if you submit it in India or in Nepal or somewhere, that you can get like a prize. And so if you fake it, they get mad and they like ban you from mountaineering oh. circles or something. Oh my god! Yeah, because like, so you, I, I'm thinking of we we, we, we talked about the art being stolen. Like if if, if somebody destroys priceless art at yeah. a museum, the the only thing they get is like a. A stern wag of the finger. <laughs> They're like, we're really We're mad like, at you. Mm, they, shame. And that's it. And like, if the, faking climbing Mount Everest and Photoshop and that comes with more punishment, I do understand if it's the, um, you know, like a like kind of like a loophole thing. Like you get them on forging documents, like or, but if it's just like, hey, I photoshopped this, that's and you're not right. like submitting anything. Right, because that's that what they're doing. They're, they're just, just trying to protect the... Maybe this is the equivalent of brands going after people for like trademark infringement or copyright infringement and stuff like that. 
Like, I guess so. It's, it's no, no. We on the right. We I don't know. Like I don't I'm even reaching. know who I'm mad at. I don't. Know I don't who know I'm, either. I'm mad at the people for faking it. Because stop being stupid. Stop being stupid. I'm we don't also, care. I'm mad that there would be a fine or a punishment if you did fake it. Because also, who cares? <laughs> and I'm also mad that people even want to climb Mount Everest. Stop being stupid. Stop being stupid. We're not impressed. Nobody anymore. cares. <sighs> Nobody cares, but everybody does apparently. I know, but like we should start yeah. telling people we've climbed Everest. No, I don't want to get in trouble, so, Susie. And also, I am the worst liar and terrible at Photoshop. This is a bad combination for this. Guys, I climbed Mount Everest. <laughs> Susie, on the other hand, no problem. It was really hard. How's Adam at Photoshop? <laughs> doing it it was so guys it was really really hard and i you should all be really impressed because i did it wow wow you are a real champion we are all impressed you know i I like but then again when i hear like people who are it i want like only people i like to be able to climb it like people who are like the first woman to climb mount everest Uh, not personally but like I'm thinking of Maybe now either. the the two women the the twins who were I think they were the first twins to climb Mount Everest or the first me- female twins that is who were dumb... from that that race the the what's the race the thing I like the really oh my gosh the hard the world toughest race the eco challenge okay they did the eco challenge but I mean and... the first twins that's where we are with this. Come on. Okay, you're right. Just don't do like there are other things we could do. Plus, I mean, I'm like, sure they're the first of anything. People, but okay. yeah, twins. Yeah. I don't know, Sarah. Right. Come on now. Like, if we yeah. did it, would we be like the first? No, no, you're right. No. Oh God, who cares? <laughs> yeah, not even no nobody. I just yeah. don't like okay, this fair. whole thing, and and even like. There was some big debate about how tall the goddamn summit is and they had to like measure it and then they had to compare with well, this other company. It, but and then it's like w- w- doesn't it change with um Yes. with with freaking global warming. Yeah, there was this whole thing like did it is it taller now is it shorter? Who cares? Oh, who cares? Yeah. Leave it alone. We're re- You know what? <laughs> the the plants plants do your thing. This is your call to action. They're probably going to be like sit down, do? you don't rule us. I don't know. They're going to like, they're going to like, they're, they're going to do the same thing they did in that movie and like kill everyone. You know how people. Just the um, people climbing Mount Everest. Like, stop it. Yeah. Actually, that's mean. Them. I don't want them they're to die. The I don't want anybody. Just to stop ruining nature. We just, all, we need to leave it. We, you know what? We need to do like what my mom said to me every time we went anywhere. Look, but don't touch. Yeah. Let's just that's do that. idea. But the fact that you have to use those big air tank, oxygen tanks, it's probably a sign that maybe, maybe it's best to just look from afar. Yeah. But I wouldn't say the same thing about scuba diving. But if you were going down to crazy depths and like pushing the And then leaving your tank. I mean, that would be bad too. Right. And they have a lot. And you know what? You know what? People Mm -hmm. who are scuba divers are way more respectful I agree. Any mountaineers out there that take offense, please let us know for Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. 
because Tell they, me. You, and they even have like a stand only on the sand rule. Stand What's that only. Mean? Like I know, I, I know oh. this because Ren and I were watching Jeopardy the other night. And it was a question. It was like, what does S O S S stand for? Mm. And it was like stand on soft sand or stand only. Okay. S O O S stand only on sand or something so like that. So you don't hurt coral or other. Yeah. Ecosystem, and I was like, whatever. see, that was in my head. I was thinking like, God, they're so respectful. Like, and you don't even tell, like you, you are t- like you, you scuba dive like with your hands behind your back or like to your side. Like you're like as respectful to, and like, you're very cautious to not touch anything and destroy nature. And people at Everest are like, man, I'm going to throw my shit on the side and it's just going to like freeze there and be gross. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. I'm not, I'm and it's that. so I'm crowded like now that they get in fights with each other. It's a whole big scene. Oh God! And it it's just like the challenge. Like, well, and the I can imagine the kind. Ask Johnny what if he, how he's feeling about climbing Mount Everest. Is I mean, he's probably planning his trip. I know. <laughs> and it's just like I think a lot of times I'm sure there's a lot of mountaineers who are just like the scuba divers you're describing, very respectful. Yes, and of course, lovers of nature. Hashtag but not it, it, all mountaineers. To me, it seems like the the Everest crowd tends to be more people who just want to say i did mm-hmm. this one thing right and aren't i great rather than mm-hmm. celebrating the the nature stuff there was a great move I, what was the move is it called everest i i went through this phase where i loved like all of those mag mountaineering movies and and what was that the one that's so good where the carabiner breaks which would never happen in real life <sighs> um Oh, it just I wouldn't. see. The this one, is not a documentary. Not a documentary. Yeah, okay. there was like a yeah, but there's a really good one about about Mount Everest, and it is you get like a taste, and I, I'm pretty sure it's accurate for the personalities of people who go up there. It's like yeah. it's always like the cowboy guy who's like, I got to race to the top, and you know, <laughs> I'm from Big Oil. <laughs> was who's the Hillary guy? Was he the first one? Hillary guy? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, although I, I'm an outdoorsy gal, I just know about like John Mayer and that's like it. Let me see. Yeah. Sir Edmund Hillary was the first. Oh, look at you. I, well, I just remember cause I think that's an interesting name for, oh. cause you know, anyway, yeah. but he can do it. That's fine. Right. That first you're okay no, with. It's over. Right. Now done. We did it. No more. We did it. We're fine. Um, okay. I guess we should wind down. Oh, yeah. Because I sure, sure did wind it up there. <laughs> wind it up. Burm, burm, Don't, it oh, up. the same people that did those Bernie photoshops, feel oh free God, to photoshop so me on Everest, me and Sarah, that was and make it ridiculous. Ridiculous. Make it clearly not Everest, so it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, make, like, like, make it so, like, somehow look like I got there first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is very important. And I'm she could be to carrying only me, me, which is she hilarious. could be carrying. Oh, me. that would be hilarious and accurate. Oh my, and accurate. <laughs> would I? Care? Yeah, I'd probably end up carrying you. That yeah, probably. Well, or leave me for dead. There's no way I'm I would to the top. never in one million years. I you, how dare you even <laughs> say such a thing? My heart is broken. <laughs> I just am saying I would understand and you'd have don't, every right. Don't put, don't devalue our friendship and I would <laughs> drag you down the mountain. I would die there with you. 
I would that's, be like, I'm sure that's a character. That also is a, a, a character on that in that movie, Everest. You ain't going to watch it. You haven't watched Interstellar, no. so. <laughs> I'll put that in the queue, though. Yeah. Let's talk about Sarah's um, still life phase. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, my new favorite thing. I'm going to see if I can find that picture. It exists Please somewhere. Do. Like, some picture of my grandma's house that had the one that I'm very proud of. Yeah, with you. I'm dying. You're making me laugh so and much. And we talked about the paparazzi problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hefner mm-hmm. and the Playboy yes. nonsense. Yes. God, I, what happens? I literally remember nothing we talk about. <laughs> Thank God I have you. Like, I'm like, oh, we talked just, about being fake famous and how oh, you shouldn't yes. measure yourself you against shouldn't that. Do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spinach or fucking nuts. Oh my god! And spinach sending emails. Oh yes, I gave Passive you a aggressive. very. I gave you a very detailed, a play of run through of the entire moving movie of an M Night Shyamalan <laughs> movie that I don't remember the name of. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm still like, wait, which one? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's, That's the best part, but it did come to me. It's called The Happening. So Okay. I don't oh, need to see that God. one. I'll put that, that in my list. That too. one you really should put in your queue. You could skip the Everest one. I can't believe I didn't see it though, because I used to really get excited about his movies oh, and then insist There's a new on one coming it. out. I know. Do you think I really it looks good? See it. Yeah, but like I I don't know if it uh I didn't get like the full take. They did one of those sneaky, sneaky previews where it's like, what even is this? You know? Oh, right. I, I don't know what it is. Right. But it's probably going to be good. Yeah. Because like he's, yeah, I love everything. I just like, it's scary without scare, like without, and I don't know why I love him. I don't know. It's either like people, some people don't like his stuff. Do you think it's just because he gets so popular? And then Maybe. there's always like a backlash. Like I, uh, yeah, Matt's. I guess, and it. he can't live up to six like, cents. But I think he did. I agree. Okay, well there you go. <laughs> we're, we're, this is something we're not mad about. <laughs> <laughs> we're fine with M Night Fine with M Night <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. Oh, okay. I love all you people. Give us five star review Tell if you love us. Subscribe. Wish we love you. Do. Bye. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.